Hey, this is Brandon Emma Richardson, and we are the pastors here at Slate Church based in Waterloo, Ontario, and this is our Sunday podcast. We really hope this message inspires you to lean into all that God has for you. If you would like to get connected with us, follow us on social media or go to slatechurch.com. And hey, it helps us a lot if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast. Join us for today's message. One, two, a one, two, three, four. Doom, doom, doom. A lot of people like Canada Day. Some people like their birthdays. But me, I'm a Christmas man, and I'll tell you why. It's the most wonderful time of the year With those kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the happiest season of all With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings When friends come to call It's the happiest season of all There'll be parties for hosting Marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories Of Christmases long, long ago It's the most wonderful time of the year There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near It's the most wonderful time of the year Ooh, take it away, Scotty! Marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago Long ago It's the most wonderful time of the year There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. It's the most wonderful time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Well, I personally don't know anyone who can pull off a red suit quite like Pastor Ben can. But, you know, we are so thankful for our Christmas season here at Slate Church. We're glad that you decided to join us here today. You know, we are compiling some songs that we have recorded in the past, as well as some content that we believe is going to impact you and your family this Christmas season. So why don't you just sit back, relax, enjoy some great Christmas songs together, sing along where you can, and just enjoy this whole uh, production that we have put together for you today. Thank you. 
director here at Slate and today we're going to be baking something really special in the kitchen today. I have my good friend Alaya here and Enoch. Can you guys say hi to everybody? Hi. <laughs> what are we going to bake? Gingerbread cookies. That's right. We're going to bake some gingerbread cookies and we're going to need some butter. Where's our butter Enoch? <laughs> what does Christmas mean to you? Do you know what it's all about? It's the birthday of Jesus. That's right. And we got to celebrate Jesus' birth. Do you remember what Jesus' parents' names were? Um, Mary and Joseph. That's right. I, I did that in my school. You did? Today. 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 Nice. <laughs> Good job. All right, here you go, Enoch. Your turn. Good job. Time to run. Do you want to do another one right there? Why are we so excited about Christmas? Do you guys know? The, because Jesus was born. That's right. And where's Jesus now? 
and then and the sky. Yeah, and where else does where else does Jesus live? Does he live in our hearts? That's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite part about Christmas? And when we open the presents. When you open the presents? That's pretty fun. What else do you do on Christmas? Do you guys know? Talk to God. You talk to God? Okay, look. Do these look awesome or what? If you were there the night that Jesus was born, what would you say to him? You wanna try? Would you run up and give him a hug? Yeah. Yeah? That taste. Tastes good? So, what do you think you're gonna get your parents for Christmas this year? Um, maybe shoes. Some shoes? Yeah, we can use some of those. I think, have like, a running? lot of money. I have like 100 money.
know I always love that song, Little Drummer Boy. But I saw some sort of meme the other day that talked about probably the last thing that a new mom would want is a child arriving on the scene. Uh, with a set of drums uh, and and actually hitting drums while she's、uh, taking care of a newborn, so you know I can understand that for Mary. But hey, you know, hasn't this been so great so far already? We are also going into this chance now to be able to actually give back out of what God has given us. You know, around Christmas time, I love to read over the Christmas story and all the different gospels. And in Matthew two, it talks about the Magi coming and offering these gifts to Jesus—the frankincense, the gold, the myrrh—and how these gifts really represented their different nationalities and different cultures and things that they had in their lives. But they were also sacrificial. And I think it's incredible how. Even right at the start of Jesus's life, there was this、uh, prompting or desire for those who were coming to see him to actually give sacrificially to this king. There was a recognition of who he was. You know, we have an opportunity this Christmas season to also give generously out of what we have back to what God is doing, and say, "Hey, we know who you are. We trust you with this, and we are going to release up our control of our finances to you." So, if you want to do that today, you call Slate Church home. We want to encourage you to. There's lots of different ways you can give. You go to slatechurch.com to find out many different ways you can do that. They're also coming up on the screen.、And、I'm just going to pray over our giving before we continue on here today. God, I thank you that we get to give. I thank you that we get to be a part of this, Lord. And just as the Magi came and offered up gifts to you, Jesus,、uh, right at the start of your life here on Earth, we today dedicate and give this、uh, these finances back to you. We pray you would do with them what only you can. In your name, Amen. Well, hey, we're gonna head over right now to a video from our City Impact team and our leaders, just to give you an update about what is happening when it comes to impacting, loving, caring for, being part of our city. And listen, there's lots of ways that you can get involved in doing this too. We encourage you join a local. That is part of、uh, what we do is just serving our community. And maybe you're not located in the Waterloo region. There are lots of ways that you can serve beyond Waterloo as well. You can check that out on our social media. We'd love to give you some suggestions. Of how you can actually practically be the hands and feet of Jesus this Christmas season. Hi, my name is Becca Stairs, and my husband Mike and I are the City Impact Ministry Directors here at Slate Church. City Impact serves our community by jumping in and being the hands and feet of Christ across the Waterloo region. We have some great people serving each week with our street teams, and just. Going in and mowing lawns and shoveling driveways and really connecting with the neighbors as they do that, and we've had some great stories and really cool opportunities that have come from it. We also recently have had our locals jumping in with different initiatives, so we've been able to serve the pregnancy center, the refugee center, as well as a better tent city. So that's been really cool. And there was an opportunity for Slate to gather a bunch of donations to help furnish an apartment for a family, and it was amazing seeing everything pour in. Like as soon as we posted the announcement, there was people commenting, telling us all the things that they have, and they were so excited.、Uh, and something that we've been able to do since is we've been able to help that family move into their apartment, and we get the chance to connect with them over a meal and get to share. And they came out to our local event. And they're actually coming to the Christmas service, so if you happen to be at the one that they're at, feel free to say hi. They're such an amazing family, and we really love them. So that's been a really cool opportunity that happened this year. So meet the need is something that City Impact does every year, and we 
gather donations for the local food bank and we're able to actually bless them and send them off and really show um, just our city that we care. And this is something that's happening right now. So last week we were handing out bags and boxes for non-perishables and then at each of the Christmas services that you're that are happening this week, we're actually collecting those non-perishables. So if you forgot them or if you want to bring them in and there's still Christmas production service times, you can come back and drop them off at any of those. If you haven't checked out City Impact, I highly recommend that you do. There's so many different ways you can get involved. The main ones, you can jump in on our street team and that's something that you can, uh, you don't need to join anything. You can just tell us that you're interested and we can tell you when it's happening. You can see if it's something you're interested in. Uh, another option is within our local. So we really encourage you to get connected with your local or can join a local if you're not already. And each local is serving monthly as their regular rhythm and it's been really cool just the different opportunities and if there's one you're really passionate about, you can talk to the mission area owner as in your local about this serving opportunity or if you have an idea and we can help make that a reality. So that's been amazing. To anyone who's jumped in with City Impact over this past year, we just wanted to say a huge thank you. It's been really great to see new people coming out and just how much people are passionate about loving this city, even with COVID going on and so many distractions. It's really been the heart of Slate Church to really get out there and be on the streets and really loving people. And that's been so cool. So we just wanted to say from the bottom of our heart, we are so thankful for you.
Hello everyone, my name is Brandon and I'm the lead pastor here at Slate Church alongside my wife Emma and it's so good to have you join us for this year's Christmas production, The Coming King. The verse that's been standing out to me as we go into this season is found in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2 and the prophet Isaiah, the one that is foretelling the coming of Jesus, utters these words. He says, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. And over this last little bit, I've taken an interest in Christmas lights. And uh, it's probably because over this last year, we moved in across the street from somebody who has the most fantastic display of Christmas lights in all of Waterloo Region. Uh, They have something like 25,000 lights synced to music that you can tune in on your radio. And uh, I really like it because I still haven't set up my Christmas lights yet and uh, my kids haven't said anything. But one thing that they did know to do was uh, to follow uh, in suit in our, tr- tr- our, Chris- our new Christmas tradition that just started last year, which is they all grow the- go and get their uh, little tiny chairs, they bring them to our front windows, and we turn on a little alarm clock radio, we tune it to the station, to our neighbor's uh, radio station, and we watch the lights together. And so the first night that he had these going, all the kids, Kenzie, Theo, and Claire, they ran, grabbed their chairs, put them down. Um, I think they even asked for popcorn. I think that's something that my wife was doing with them last year. And they said, let's watch the Christmas lights. Christmas lights are fascinating because they shine in the midst of our darkest season. You know, Christmas as a day is four days after the darkest time of the year, winter solstice. And it's no... um, It's no coincidence that we use Christmas lights to brighten our spirits during this time. But you know that they were used for more than just brightening our spirits. They're literally used to symbolize in Christian uh, tradition as we observe uh, Christmas over the years. They're literally used to remind us of this verse. That the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. And that light is Jesus. You see, back uh, in the 1800s, uh, German people were using candles and trees to reckon, uh, uh, symbolize uh, this verse and this reality that the coming king is coming in his great light. And of course, we've transitioned to um, LEDs and that sort of thing, which is um, both more efficient and way safer. But, uh, but it speaks to this, this um, longing deep within us that in the midst of darkness that we would be able to see. Now, what is this darkness? What are we talking about? Because when Isaiah talks about people walking in a darkness have seen a great light, and those living in the land of uh, the shadow of death, a light has dawned. You know, we don't have to actually look too much further than our current circumstances. Jesus came into an environment where there was homelessness, oppression, injustice, a lot of decisions being made by powers that left a lot of people questioning. People that were confused with what to put their trust in and what to put their faith in. People that were losing their place in the world. And honestly, it sounds a lot like the place that we find ourselves today. A place where there is a lot of confusion. We've come out of an incredibly hard season where a lot of us haven't even taken the time to process maybe some of the grief and the loss that we went through over the last couple of years. And even for us as a church, we weren't able to do a normal Christmas production last year and now as we present this to you and we also do live uh, services in Waterloo Region, there's a sense of joy that we can return back to some level of normalcy and yet we still put that in air quotes because things are still not as they once were. You see this, this coming king, this light in the darkness emerged on the scene in a time where people desperately needed some light. 
Now, this Christmas season, we can celebrate that not only uh, in a world that is physically and literally getting darker as we head closer and closer to winter solstice, but a world that is experiencing more and more confusion and oppression and injustice, that we can actually take hope that there is another light that has come into the world, better than a Christmas light and better than a light show, better than a lot of the things we've even seen that are pointing us towards the light. A light has actually dawned in the midst of our darkness, and his name is Jesus. So one of the problems that we have as humans is we often try to take care of the darkness in our own strength. Prior to chapter 9, verse 2, which I just read, the light in the darkness, Isaiah is pointing to a very common human condition in chapter 8, verse 22, where he says, Then they will look toward the earth, they will look toward the earth in their darkness, and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom. And they will be thrust into utter darkness. In other words, by looking to the earth in the midst of darkness, they're not just thrown into darkness, they're thrown into utter darkness. Now this is often our response when we're in the midst of darkness, when we're in the midst of confusion, when we're in the midst of pain and fear and agony and, and situations that we haven't processed and some that we have that we're still living with. Often what we try to do is we look to the earth, we look to the things that we can do for ourselves to bring ourselves out of the situation we find ourselves in. And we have many different ways we do this. We do this with music and songs and and uh, we do this with substances and, and things that we can put in our bodies. I feel tired, I'll make myself awake with caffeine. I feel, I feel anxious, I'll do something else to, 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 to mediate the pain that is going on in me. We change our environments and our context. We try to bring in new people into our lives and remove people from our lives so that we can just feel something or at least feel what we want to feel. We look to the earth to solve our problem of darkness. And yet what Isaiah is saying something better than what we can concoct and create and, and, uh, and use to, to medicate our situation has dawned on the earth. A light has dawned. The coming King, Jesus, has come. Not just as one that we can, uh, that, that we, we can just use as a self-help measure, but one that can actually come in and rearrange our inner darkness so that we may be full of light in the midst of a world that is lost in confusion. That is the hope of the, 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 the Christian message. That is the hope of what we've been celebrating for 2,000 years, is that Jesus emerges on the scene in the midst of some of the most trying circumstances to announce that he is here, and he is here not only to rearrange what is going on inside, not only to bring a bright light, but to put an end to sin and the chasm between our relationship with ourselves and God forever. This is our King. This is the coming king. This is the great light in the midst of darkness. Jesus, Yahweh saves. God is our rescuer. He is on the scene. I wonder today as you've been allowing this production to speak to you in your heart, learning a little bit, a bit, more, uh, a little bit more about who Jesus is and allowing the realities of who he is to sink deeper in you. I wonder if today you would take a step in the direction of Jesus. Jesus has already been pursuing you. He's been finding any way that he can to speak to your heart and your spirit to let you know that everything can be okay if we allow him to be our Lord and allow him to be our Savior, which is to say, if we put our trust in him and accept that he, went, he came to earth in the form of an innocent and vulnerable little baby to grow up simply to die a death on a cross, a sinner's death, to pay a price for sin that he did not 
actually commit himself. He was the one without sin. But to pay a price for sin for us who could not find a way to bring ourselves back in relationship with God. And if we accept what he does, then we can allow ourselves to, to, to accept and, and to enter back into a relationship with our Creator. Today, we have an opportunity to accept this great light, this light that is dawned in the midst of darkness 2,000 years ago, but continues to break in on the scene even today. We have an opportunity to be, fit, to be filled with His light, with His Spirit, and to march into the future knowing that no matter what happens around us, no matter what the chaos looks like, no matter what the confusion looks like, no matter how dark it gets, that Jesus can be our anchor, He can be our hope, and He can be our light. And so I want to give you an opportunity. If you've never made a decision to follow Jesus, my encouragement right now is to just, for everybody watching, why don't you get yourself in a posture of, of, uh, of sil- solitude and, and, and uh, a posture of just being able to, to um, think about what's going on inside of you. And I want to ask you this question as you close your eyes and, and as you bow your head and, and you get into this posture of being able to sort what's happening internally. I want to ask you this question. Today, do you want to make a decision to follow Jesus? To make Him Lord of your life, Savior of your life? The context might not change. I still live in the same world as everybody else, and yet my internal world has been rearranged by this great light, this great man, this great God-man, Jesus, who came to save me. And if that's a decision you want to make today, I just encourage you, whether you're watching live right now, um, on our website, there's an op- option to actually indicate, hey, I want to make a decision to follow Jesus. But if you're watching on demand or at a different time, My encouragement right now is to just make that decision in your heart as I begin to pray. Jesus, I thank you for everyone in this uh, that that is is listening right now or watching wherever they find themselves. That God, the hope of you emerging and breaking through in the midst of our darkness would be our greatest hope in this season of Christmas. May, uh, may, May Christmas 2021 be a marking point for so many of us watching right now where we made a decision to stop looking at ourselves and looking to the earth to help us out of the darkness, but that we would set our eyes on you, Lord, and the light that you bring. Jesus, we are thankful for you, and I'm thankful for everybody making this decision right now. I pray that your spirit would fill them, guide them, direct them, comfort them, and convict them moving forward in the context that they find themselves. I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus, and everybody said, Amen. Come on, isn't it exciting that people have just made that decision to follow Jesus wherever they find themselves? Maybe in in a place where you've been hosting people to watch this production together. Or maybe uh, you've been watching it and somebody has made it at a different time. But why don't we just celebrate who God is and thank Him that He is continuing to save people in the midst of darkness even today. And I just want to pray as we head back into another another song here as a part of our, our production. I just want to pray for those of us that have understood this truth, have known this truth, but have allowed that light to grow to a dim flicker. I want to, I want to pray for those of us that would like to see this become a bright light in our lives once again, to be our hope in the midst of this season, to not just allow a decision we made at one point of our lives to just remain as a decision, but to allow it to be a transforming reality in us day by day, year by year, um, and, 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 and as often as, as, as we can. So why don't, why don't we bow our heads and I'm going to begin to pray again. Jesus, I thank you for those of us that have made this decision in the past to follow you. 
but maybe because of the things that have been going on in our world around us and, and the things that a lot of us are walking through, God, we've allowed your bright light to become a dim flicker in our lives. God, I pray that it would once again reemerge as our hope and our foundation for how we live out this life and that we would take our focus off of earthly things to, to, to bring us through uh, the situations and contexts we find ourselves. And may we set our eyes on you that transcends everything we're finding, we find ourselves in today. May we stop looking for personal transcendence and look to your transcendence. Lord, to, to fill the need within us to have peace and joy and comfort during this season. And so Jesus, I pray that your reality and your spirit would be the greatest thing that we are reflecting on during this season. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Well, I hope that you and your family are feeling in the Christmas spirit as we are coming to the end of this online production. You know, we are so thankful for everyone that's been involved in putting this together and what that takes and what it looks like. Hey, if you just made a decision to follow Jesus, we want to say congratulations. And maybe you've also been here tuning in for a little while online at Slate Church and you're going, how can I get involved? How can I be a part of this community? If you just made that decision to follow Jesus, you might be saying, what is my next step here? I want to invite you to fill out a connect card at slatechurch.com connect, or there's a button popping up in the chat right now that you can click on and head right over there. We want to be able to get in touch with you. We want to find out where you're going to fit here at Slate Church because this is a place for you. You belong here. So whether you've just found us online for this Christmas production specifically, or this is a place that you want to get involved in more, we would love to have you. So check that out. And we will be seeing more of you this Christmas. If you're in the Waterloo area, we have our Christmas Eve services happening on, of course, December 24th, Christmas Eve. So check those out in person if you can. But we're also so thankful for you tuning in here. And we will see you later. Merry Christmas.
Thanks again for listening to our Sunday podcast. To hear more messages like these, be sure to share and subscribe. We're thankful for all that God is doing in our church right now. We would love to have you be a part of what is going on. You can connect with us by filling out a connect card online at slatechurch.com. And hey, stay tuned for more content coming soon.